0: Welcome to Queens of the Culture podcast, episode three. I'm Crystal and I'm Breland. We have a lot to discuss this week, so let's get started. First, Monique had a lot to say about Charlemagne. How are we feeling about her comments? People
1: and mess up the bag. Like, you can still have a stance and be respectful. To
0: yeah.
1: The point where, you know, I mean, I feel like she
0: overreacted. But... And with the Netflix, like, five, what did they offer her five hundred k? Yeah. I'm gonna say I that. think she. She could have still benefited from that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, there's royalties with that. And also, yeah, you have an Oscar. But And I understand what she's saying, but it's like, the, I think it's the way she went about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, we you could probably make more. But to the people like us. We we would easily take that 500k. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you can't tell regular people to boycott Netflix mm-hmm. for 500k when that's the least of our like.
1: Right. We have so much bigger <laughs> problems
0: than you not getting your 500k. I mean, that's so true. You you could boycott them or tell like other famous people or, or celebrities, you know, boycott and do better. But the regular people,
1: yeah. What do we boycott Netflix for? Right. Yeah, I agree. And Monique, I mean, it was just like. um, I agree with what Charlamagne said when he was saying, "What the heck did he say? I forget." Oh, but he said if you feel like you're not getting the recognition that you deserve, then you need to work for it. You yeah. might just have to, like you said, take the deal and show people that you were worthy of what you, what they first offered you. Yeah, you were worthy of more than what they first offered mm-hmm. you, and then maybe you'll get the recognition. But also, it's it's about a right and it's a right now era. It's a popcorn microwave era to where if you're not doing nothing right now. People don't care. Yeah, they don't care. And you, you didn't win an Oscar because of your comedy. Comedy, yeah. You won an Oscar because you're a good actress. And yeah. bravo to you. But talking about a stand-up special. I personally never thought she was that funny. Oh, I love Monique.
0: I love like oh, the in movies. In movies.
1: Okay, yes. And I used to love the Parkers. I watched the Parkers every day when I got mm-hmm. out of school. 3 o'clock PM <laughs> D.A.T. But I just, I never, I mean, I never thought she was much funnier in her stand-up special. So, yeah, I don't think she's. I think 500k for her stand up is is good
0: enough. I mean, I haven't seen her do stand up since Queens of Comedy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, as of a right now, today, I think that was, I think that was a fair price. Mm-hmm. I can't see them offering her. I mean, I could see how she said, okay, I'm making 500k in comparison to who was it, Amy Schumer or mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah, but. We all know how the business is. Either you're going to take it or you're not. You could have like, politely declined and the public didn't have to hear about it. Mm-hmm. I think the way she went about it, and it's almost similar to the way she went about um, with Precious and the whole Oprah and Lee Daniels thing. Mm-hmm. Now people don't want to work with you because mm-hmm.
1: you're deemed difficult. Mm-hmm. And even uh, she recorded her and Tyler Perry's conversation. Yeah. Whatever. And Tyler Perry didn't even like you did Bob it. Tyler and you Perry failed. lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you failed. Like you didn't even make him look bad. Yeah, like, he didn't. did He was literally trying to help you out. He mm-hmm. apologized if you felt any kind of way. He said that he offered to give you more. He wanted to give you more. So you you did it for nothing. You recorded yeah. it to hurt <laughs> yeah. your reputation more. So yeah, I'm like okay she says she's blackballed
0: now you're <laughs> hard. you're making it worse for yourself you she really honestly well she's the only one who claims she's blackballed yeah but honestly she could have made it better for herself if she just went ahead and did the netflix special mm-hmm. and then she would have got back out there and people would have been like oh yeah this is the um comedian mm-hmm. monique that we remember from like 90s early 2000s and not yeah. like the um, more dramatic roles like Precious or anything like right. that but she messed it up for herself because so she could have let's say that one did really good mm-hmm. Netflix could have came back with one for a million or two million mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. like Dave Chappelle has three specials on there Wanda Sykes had a special on there that was really funny too I don't know how much they offer her but I think she was I think she might have talked about it in her special when she was like Shit, I'm taking the money. I'm I'm doing it like
1: shit. Yeah, I mean and just like remember Tyler Perry's speech at the B T awards when he was talking about or even when Taraji introduced him and she was talking about how Tyler Perry offered her roles when she wasn't getting roles in yeah. the industry. So that just goes to show you as a black woman you gotta just kinda fight the battle. Yeah. So that the generation after you maybe doesn't have to fight as hard. Mm-hmm. But we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. So just take what you can get and be be that example. Yeah, she could have used that to get her names in
0: rooms and then speaking up for other um, mm-hmm. black female comedians, mm-hmm. but other. she didn't. So now it's like, oh, black female comedian, oh, you know, like, yeah. people are probably going to roll their eyes, mm-hmm. or what are they really worth, or yeah. are they going to be needy and dramatic, or, you know, yeah. and it's just like, damn, low-key fucked up the
1: bag for everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't really. I feel bad because I do know that it comes from a genuine place. Yeah, she probably genuinely. Mm-hmm, yeah, blackballed and misrepresented and all of that, but it's it's you can't just disrespect people and think yeah. that they're gonna hand you something after and that. You can't disrespect the three key players
0: or i'm gonna say two key players yeah oprah and tyler perry oprah is
1: like next. To especially oprah
0: on. you can't disrespect Come that because that's gonna fuck up so <laughs> many bags for right you. if oprah co-signs on something if a production com- company or network calls her and she gives you a cosign, you're in already mm-hmm. but now they can't even
1: do that because you fucked up the bag Mm-hmm. yes and to say like something like, yeah. Whoa, you're really,
0: <laughs> you're, you're <both>. mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're mad and you're both yeah. as hell. Okay, yeah. good luck to you're your sister. Mad.
0: <laughs> and it's like, my thing is, when is she gonna stop bringing it up? Mm-hmm. Like, Precious came out a good <laughs> ten years ago. I think it came out two thousand nine. Like,
1: yeah. ten years ago. Wow. And you did your thing, sis. Yeah. You did your thing. You got good your job. Oscar.
0: Boom. It's, but it's just like,
1: that hurt. You gotta like, go. <laughs> let go of what that hurt. What are you going to do now? Because you got to She hasn't the bag. been, what has she been in since? She was in that Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. What was Which, that Christmas called? Um This. It wasn't this Christmas, it was, it had the name Christmas in
0: the title. Yeah,
1: was it last Christmas? Was it last? Oh, let me see. I don't know what it was called. She was in that. Was she was she like being funny in that? Yeah, she was. I didn't even go see that movie. That movie to me was not. I think I um, saw it advertised before, well. after it came out. Okay, and it, it wasn't. I saw it that one time and never went back to watch Almost it. Christmas. Oh,
0: almost Christmas.
1: But yeah, it wasn't advertised that well to me. It just looked like another This Christmas, another Festival yeah. holiday, mm-hmm. another. So I was just like, okay, I can miss that. the cast wasn't that great either. Yeah, it was just an okay movie. Yeah. It seemed like it would be.
0: Yeah, nothing. You would probably feel like I haven't seen it after that.
1: Yeah. Oh, but that also reminds me when um, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith told people to boycott. Boycott Oscars, the Oscars. Yes. His, pretty much similar. Just looking around like, excuse me, like we can't relate to this. Yeah. Show. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Here's the thing
0: these people of status, celebrity y'all have to tell us to we can relate to real life things Mm -hmm. we can't relate to you boycotting the oscars and with that i didn't really agree on because it seemed like they were only saying it out of a place because he didn't get nominated Mm -hmm. i feel like if he got nominated we would have never heard anything Mm -hmm. or let's say if he wasn't didn't even have a movie that year that even could have been nominated or was mm-hmm. even a, an option. Let's just say they were just looking at it from um, a standpoint of, dang, we can't, we don't see that many minorities, you know, getting the recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, we should tell everyone to boycott. But I think that came of a place where, well, we didn't get it, so mm-hmm. let's tell everybody to, yeah, you know,
1: to boycott. Yeah, it seemed that way. And that's why everybody showed up. Yeah. I, it wasn't like the same year Easter Ray was like, I don't want anybody to I'm for everybody black. <laughs> so that's the type of Tyler Perry. I like his stance that he took on black people just having a seat at the table that hey, mm-hmm. he gave his speech at the B T awards. Can I just say woo, he was so He on was point. preaching. Oh my god, but it was so powerful. Especially because he don't normally say he doesn't normally say things, so mm-hmm. for him to just say something and just kill it, it's like, oh my God, bravo. Yeah, he was but anyway,
0: preaching.
1: So I was going to say, in his speech, he says, instead of crying about, for lack of better terms, not having a seat at the table, he was making his own mm-hmm. table. So Jada and Will, like, y'all could have been on, y'all have the money, y'all have the know-how, the willpower. I mean, hey, something like that, it's like, okay, yeah, we would have jumped on board. Right, they could easily done that, and we would have jumped on board. But not just saying boycott the Oscars. The Oscars really? like, huh? <laughs> and the Oscars has been like this for years. Yeah, it's it, like the it, 80th Oscars new? or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: think we care that bad. You
1: know? I mean. <laughs> right. It's not like this is brand new. And that yeah. goes back to your point about you're crying because Will didn't get nominated. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And I don't
0: even know what movie was
1: up like he
0: didn't get nominated was it concussion i feel like it was it was concussion i didn't even see see
1: that i don't think a lot of people saw it i don't think it did that out of the box office yeah yeah but i mean maybe it did because that's why she's saying that he should have gotten Oscar Mm -hmm. i don't know but what um so Tyler but back to Tyler Perry he's really been doing his thing i heard about his speech at the essence festival i didn't um or the essence awards essence fest essence fest didn't watch it Me but either. i'm sure it was amazing I'm yeah sure. i'm sure it
0: probably kind of aligned with what he said at BT. okay yeah probably. probably but yeah that was that was amazing basically just don't don't wait on you know mm-hmm. the masses to mm-hmm. accept you hmm BSA. just like how he has his they and the thing about it is like a lot of people talk about like Tyler Perry or his stuff might be low budget or they don't want to watch his shows or some of his movies seems, seems corny or the plays now may seem corny but he's giving these people a chance like now he even gives people from Instagram mm-hmm. a chance like mm-hmm. what's his name blame it on Kwai or Quay mm-hmm. he was in like that let their the farewell um the Medea farewell play okay. or whatever. So like he's giving people a opportunity and mm-hmm. and a job
1: mm-hmm.
0: for basically the
1: past since he started. Since he started. Yeah. This was what like 4 it's, it's been a while. Yeah, it's and that was just the, the movies. While. The plays was
0: I think the plays probably started maybe 20 years ago.
1: But, yeah, you got to give it up, Sam. And I've never understood. Like, people used to say, oh, he's gay. Why would you want to portray a woman like that? Always went, or he's bashing black men. Mm -hmm. To me, that was people just wanting something negative to say. say. Because if you ever watched a Tyler Perry movie, he is far from bashing black men. Like, he would always turn it around with a positive representation, Mm -hmm. even if there was a negative one at first. The movie would never just end like that. Yeah. So, it's like, what are you talking about? Doesn't really make sense. Um... And like you said, it may be poor quality actors and actresses, but I mean, somebody's got getting a check, shot. Yeah. yeah. Even like with Tiana Taylor, he gave Tiana Taylor that shot mm-hmm. when she was Byron, yeah, and, yeah, when nobody, no, I mean, that was, was so annoying, yeah, and that's like her, yeah. that was her only visibility at that point, yeah. seemed like mm-hmm. so. I respect him. I love him. Yeah, I respect him too,
0: and just like he was saying in his BT speech. What you see, like what I portray in movies or TV, those are the stories that I saw growing up, mm-hmm. seeing women talk about men or mm-hmm. things that they were going through in their life. Mm-hmm. I mean, every everyone can relate to a Tyler Perry play, a yeah. Tyler Perry movie, mm-hmm. if it's not someone in your family or you know someone of, mm-hmm. and not just um, stories about women, but you know, the stories of men too like, yeah he also portrays good and bad men and also good and bad women like and that's real that's yeah real and life. it's real
1: mm-hmm. so yeah. i would give a kudos to him yeah and to think like self that was completely self-made 100 percent. everything that you see was funded by him mm-hmm. he never asked for a handout he went and got it himself and that's admirable yeah he, like went from these like bottom line plays to a million dollar industry yep. its own daggone compound yep so, and what that he said
0: he, did he say it used to be a plantation on yeah. there yeah mm-hmm. yeah and to take that you know and it's just like to be black and to be proud that you've done something like mm-hmm. that and i just don't see why the masses aren't or i don't even well not the masses of like um White culture, cause, mm-hmm. you know, they don't care. But your own, you know, to mm-hmm. be recognized by your own people, mm-hmm. I feel like we should care more. Mm-hmm. But I do think his BT speech kind of woke people up, and was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, you deserve it. Like, yeah. you've helped a lot of people mm-hmm. in this room." Mm-hmm. And then now with the BT plus that he's a part of, yeah. he's going to bring more content to mm-hmm. that to mm-hmm. them. So it's just like. Yeah true
1: yeah yeah because I think a lot of people they didn't quite understand him it was just kind of like okay why are you portraying a woman which I understand it can rub you the wrong way if you don't get Mm -hmm. it but he never commented on it yeah so that speech gave all of that context to it Mm -hmm. okay that makes sense yeah um and then it was funny at the
0: same time I mean I don't I wouldn't call it like mocking or everything I think everything was like you know and fun. Yeah. I agree. Everyone's and, seen a Medea movie or a Medea right, play or yeah. something. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, or you revert back to like that accent or yeah you know, the way she talked. So yeah, I think it was a staple in the culture. Ricard, De- yeah, like, definitely. I love it. Yeah. It's definitely something that was that's ingrained, mm-hmm. It's not going nowhere. He's yeah. a legend. Definitely. Um, yeah. He he definitely what
0: was that? The Ultimate Icon Award? He definitely deserved it. He deserved it. Mhm. And I was
1: gonna say Oh, a man who has an issue with him playing a woman. One can say, like, what's your issue with your yeah. sexuality? Mm-hmm. That he I means he's not gay. It's not like when he comes out of the Medea costume, he's like snapping his fingers, yeah. switching his hips.
0: Come on now, yeah. it's
1: it's it's for it's for entertainment. So I, and he hasn't been the first one to do it, and he hasn't been the first one to do it. He's been the first one to maybe do it to the extent that he yeah, did it, mm-hmm. or do an older woman. But he's not the first one. Yeah. Martin and Shanae What's
0: Jamie Foxx's It's Wanda. Yeah. Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so. And they didn't get called that. No. I, I don't I wonder why. Like, what was the... I don't know. I wonder why. Like, what was the negative connotation of him doing it mm-hmm. versus... I think because he's a very private person. Okay. And people don't know yeah. his personal life at yeah. all. Which mm-hmm. I do like... I do Mm. like he keeps it very private. And people probably kind of know Martin and Jamie Foxx a little bit more. Even though I think they're kind of private people as Mm. well. But they probably just feel like, oh, well, yeah, they're just doing it. But they don't act like that in real life. Which you don't even know about Tyler Perry because he's a very private person. If it's not about his business, he's not talking about it. And, you know, they don't ask him about it either. Mm. If you watch an interview from him, I think that he's. Gain that respect level
1: that people know his boundaries and know, like, not even mm-hmm. and yeah. things like that. I agree. Which is nothing wrong with I respect that. Like, when you keep certain areas of your life private, mm-hmm. that shows you have integrity. Yeah. And you won't just, you know, put things out for a check and more publicity. Yeah. And that's, that's him to the T. Yeah. You want to be known for your craft and your craft only, which is fine. I mean, it kind of sucks for fans who. Do want to know more about you? But mm-hmm. It is what it is. yeah, Don't get over it. <laughs> so speaking of,
0: I guess the culture at odds. Mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky mm. arrested in Sweden, mm-hmm. and now he's actually officially been charged mm-hmm.
1: with, you, with assault to harm. Wasn't it yeah. assault to harm? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think ASAP Rocky was... I think any ordinary person would have attacked after mm-hmm. the amount of times that they told that guy to leave them alone, distance themselves, stop following me, stop doing this, stop doing that. He was persistent. And even the account of the people that they ran into that say, oh my God, we had the same issue with this guy. Yeah. He was harassing us. So any person in their right mind would have went off. Come on now. And if, if you asked for it at that point. Yeah. And so I don't think he was wrong there. I think... There might be a little extra bias as far as the um, Swedish um, officials who are keeping him detained. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was an ordinary human situation. Anybody would have attacked after being harassed that way. Yeah. Also, President Trump, Kim Kardashian, and Kanye <laughs> reaching out to President Trump yeah. to <laughs> contact Swedish authorities was like, I guess, but this president is such a dumbass that... He's not going. He's not the right person. He's not the he's right not. person to try to consult or negotiate with someone because he's narcissistic. He's going to try to tell you what to do, overpower you, and not work with you. So mm-hmm. I think that's why it didn't work out well with Swedish authorities. I think that's. And why I don't think they're taking. The him, I
0: don't think they're taking him, um, Trump, seriously. I don't think so either. Maybe
1: another country would have. Yeah. Or,
0: but I guess since the U.S. is, I guess, the laughing stock, they I'm don't. The world right
1: now. I, yeah, yeah, I think. They don't care. Right. It's like, we're supposed to listen to you. Yeah. And that's your pitch. Because he probably was on the phone like, just saying some wild stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I'll vouch for him personally. What's your personal? Like, what? We don't care. He's a good (laughs) African-American man. He's
0: (laughs) done a lot. Now, the two stances of... Whether he should stay in jail or versus the comments that he previously made about Ferguson or Black Lives Matter. Yes, I do think the comments that he made about Ferguson and Black Lives Matter were very harsh. And Is that Rocky? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you so say? he said, they. I think it was on the Records Club, Charlamagne asked him, how does he feel about um, the violence? this was probably a few years ago when like the whole Ferguson Mike Brown thing how does he feel about that and also how he felt about black lives matter mm-hmm. he says i'm not from ferguson i can't relate i'm out in la or new york i'm in these fashion um um industries and buildings and or i'm i'm in europe i can't relate to that i'm a- i'm asap rocky mm-hmm. he said i'm worried i'm worried about being in my women than worried about what's going on with black lives matter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yes I think those comments were very harsh so they're you know how they always bring stuff back up and they're saying well I now you know how it feels to be a black man mm-hmm. because you're, you're locked up over there in Sweden and it kind of feels like it is biased because of your race because mm-hmm. if it probably wasn't someone else then mm-hmm. you would probably have been out mm-hmm. which I do agree mm-hmm. but I don't think that we can hold those because he said that Mm. then he should be locked over there in sweden in in jail because you are in a totally different country yeah and over a crime that i don't think is that harsh for you to be in jail right and charged with but then i also think like um they were talking about this on the joe Button podcast about how it comes to celebrities and people walking up on them it's coming it's becoming like a real thing and a a safety thing and not just based on um if their security can help can help them yes most people do have security but you never like you never know nowadays in a situation like that and they just make it so easy for a celebrity to you know either get charged or get hurt or it's their fault Mm -hmm. but when you have people like paparazzi Mm -hmm. you have people just like just regular people walking up on them like For instance, Future's bodyguard, um, they, like, knocked him out cold because Future wouldn't take a picture with him. Mm -hmm. And that was just last week. Mm -hmm. So you see how that could have got escalated, the ASAP Rocky thing. Um, It also brings back to, like, the dangers that we have. Look what happened to um, Nipsey. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's becoming, like, more and more of a problem Mm -hmm. that that may need to be, like, addressed or some laws in place Mm -hmm. for people of a certain, you know heightened status mm-hmm. or celebrity status that you know they have also certain rules and laws to mm-hmm. what people can and cannot do yeah because nowadays people are really just getting Gotta getting get crazy yeah. and you
1: do have to protect yourself right i think i mean that's a good point i think maybe social media may play a role because people mm-hmm. feel that much more you're that much more accessible they really feel like they know you or they may feel like oh well you put your whole life out there well, yeah So what's wrong with me coming up to you and asking you about it or approaching you or whatever they may feel like they really know you but that and also um even the situation with cardi b speaking about uh, people getting out of control crossing the line um it was maybe about three weeks ago when she was at this um, Spanish district in New York. Mm-hmm. And a reporter came up to her. And she was, like, she was with Culture and her dad. Mm-hmm. And she was just, like, please. Like, I'm, I don't have no makeup on. Like, I don't feel ready to interview or whatever. And I'm with my family. I just want to enjoy this moment. The reporter refused to mm-hmm. let her just go about her day. And so Cardi walks past her. And then the reporter stops her dad. So Cardi starts going off. Like, I ask you not to record my family. Like, then she starts, you know, cursing and everything. Yeah. I mean and luckily that situation did not escalate but it was getting there but it's like come on now I, I asked you nicely mm-hmm. I asked you nicely you're not respecting my privacy at this point and that's the same thing with Asap Rocky I asked you nicely I asked you multiple yeah. times come on now like what do you expect to happen next yeah and then I feel like when it's the situation does
0: escalate like it it sh- I don't feel like it should be treated like you shouldn't like a celebrity will go to jail or get arrested for. It, but the paparazzi or, a, uh, you know, just a regular person gets to play the victim role because mm-hmm. you didn't take a picture mm-hmm. or, you know, you wanted to get in their face. Mm-hmm. But why does the paparazzi have certain regulations that they don't have to follow? Right. But as a regular person or a celebrity, they do have to follow like these people are human beings. Mm-hmm. And it should be some boundaries yeah. in place because we're starting to see it escalate like right. way too quickly.
1: Yeah, and it's a different game. So, I mean, hopefully, um, hopefully there will be some regulations. Yeah, but, and this—I mean, everybody said Kanye was crazy a couple years ago when he attacked that—that Yeah, paparazzi. That paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and now it's kind of like, well, I get it. Yeah, he's probably having a bad day.
0: And it's, I think it's just becoming about, like, safety. Like, they're just getting outrageous. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you probably don't know if it's a paparazzi or you don't, or just a person just trying to run up on you. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know. Right. Yeah. And if you're just, you don't have your security there, or even if you do, like, you never know, like, what could happen. Mm-hmm. Future's body guy garden. Got knocked out cold. And Future was probably like, well, dang, that was me against you. Right. What you am know? I going to do? Yeah. More? What am I going to do? Yeah,
1: I wasn't expecting that to yeah. happen. And how you going to knock out somebody's bodyguard? Like, you really asking for trouble. Yeah. Because I'm sure this guy was mm-hmm. like 350, 6'7". Yeah, he <laughs> was a big guy, too. <laughs> you better too. hope he don't wake
0: up. And he knocked him on the ground. Wow. Like, knocked him out cold. <laughs> and it's like, dang. <laughs> Your Future, do you feel like dang, now I gotta fire you because you're supposed to be, like, my protector and somebody <laughs> right. just knocked you out? Right. <laughs> or, like, do I just turn into to the game because the person, like, snuck him mm-hmm. so he wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm.
1: So, as a bodyguard, you should be prepared. Yeah. You should see those things mm-hmm. coming from miles away. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But, I do
0: hope he gets out. I don't think he should have to serve any time over there. Over something as minor as that. And he's been in there, I think, almost like a month now. And it's like, okay, I feel like you learned your lesson. Unless you come back talking that same, <laughs> that same stuff. Right? But I don't think that one has to do with the other. Like, the comments that he said. Right. I think Sweden
1: reminded him that he was black. Right. So, it happened to him for a reason. I hope he does learn from it, though. I mean, I think... I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like he's a part of our culture regardless. And as if somebody's speaking wrong or negatively against our culture, it's not we we don't distance ourselves from them mm-hmm. because that's part of the issue. Yeah. They obviously are ignorant. But I think you should like embrace them and let them know, hey, like what you're saying is probably not the best thing mm-hmm. to say. Um, You're in a position of power, like, you, other people are listening to you, looking towards you, so maybe you should try to say something that would benefit other people besides yourself. Yeah. So, that's the way to go about it. So, I don't think saying, leave him over there is the right approach to it it. It's not progressive for the culture. So, yeah. I feel bad, especially if they're saying like that the conditions over there are inhumane and mm-hmm. disgusting, which I think could be true. Yeah. Um. Of course, the Swedish authorities are not going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that could be very well true because it's outside of U.S. territory, mm-hmm. so you never know. And I think you probably also have to watch. Like it'll
0: probably teach other people. You do have to watch what you do when you go to a different country because mm-hmm. they handle things totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah and also being a black person yeah like you really have to watch like what you do yeah i agree so so maybe this will teach him something but hopefully he gets out so they did charge him so i guess he'll have to have a trial or go to court or something Mm -hmm. so you never know like how long that could take Mm -hmm. you see the trump thing didn't work so who
1: knows how long this will be i was like they were better off Calling Jay Z or calling Al Sharpton or Jesse mm-hmm. Jackson or somebody. Yeah, you're not. This man isn't. Is a joke. Yeah, the president. And it might have. You never know. It might have made it worse. It might have made it worse. And I just feel like it's a power game at this point. Sweden yeah, was just like, mm-hmm. why, yep. Why should we release something? We're not. They're probably. Like, We're not dumbing down to America <laughs> to the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unfortunate. But the, did you sign that petition that was going around? No, that, I didn't. Yeah, me either. I think it did get a lot of signatures though. That's good. I didn't really feel like it would make a difference. I mean, that may be ignorant of me to say, but I was just like, eh. Yeah, uh-huh. and do people
0: really like, like, do those petitions really mean
1: anything? That's my thing. Like, where would it have gone? Let's Maybe here it might mean yeah. something, but like, people gotta understand we're dealing with like a whole different. Country, Country. right? So I didn't, I didn't really see the benefit of it, and that's why I didn't sign it. Mm -hmm. Um, But free ASAP, free ASAP, free ASAP. I was surprised that Ferg wasn't more uh, public about him being free on it. Yeah, Yeah. because I just saw like him post a petition, Mm -hmm. and that was it. But I mean, I guess maybe he feels like it's nothing that he can do. Yeah, or Um. maybe hopefully he's like working behind the scenes mm-hmm. to help. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm just making sure maybe they good. will
0: get um, I don't know but you're dealing with like a totally different country. Maybe they will get Jay-Z because he has been helped. like he helped um, why well, I can't think of his name. Um, so be-
1: oh. 21 Savage.
0: 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. he has to um, justice perform and everything. So maybe but somebody you need to
1: call. Somebody sensible.
0: Yeah, somebody sensible, because maybe they get hooked up with Jay-Z, Van Jones.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't um, some, be surprised. Some people if, like that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Jay-Z, Jay-Z is working.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, it, it, it might already be in
1: the works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, hopefully he's free. Speaking of Jay-Z, my man. <laughs> <laughs> having and me, Meek Mill. Collabing, so Dream Chasers is Dream now Chases collabing with Rock Nation. What a power move! What a power! What a power move.
0: move! And to think, back to a year ago, when Meek was still locked up or just on the verge of getting released, and just to see the growth in a year is, to me, it's when you can see like he's changed completely mm-hmm. and it's also can show you how you can change when you also have um positive mentors like jay-z and the whole rock nation team just on your side mm-hmm. and how if you change that 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 can also help your mindset mm-hmm. and to help you can see it's helping him grow as a man and, mm-hmm. a, and a business person mm-hmm. so he's leveling up like a hundred percent and i love it i love, love it. it
1: and he's only 32 and he's is- think that he's making those power moves so young mm-hmm. so he still has that hand in like the younger generation yep. to wear they still can relate to mm-hmm. him and they, he's accessible to them so i i want them to like grab hold on to what he's doing the moves that he's making and how the message that he's sending. Mm-hmm. like it's time to grow up it's yep. time to start thinking ahead you know let's get this money yep the whole ch-
0: um his whole championships album to me was just you could just see his growth and you could see he's not talking about like this young guy stuff anymore like he's trying to like he's saying I've been through all of that like I'm trying to help everyone I'm trying to help all of these young kids that are that's been through the same struggle that mm-hmm. I've been through and I'm sure he's a mentor to you know a lot of you mm-hmm. so and it's also similar to I feel like the path that Jay-Z was on. No mm-hmm. Jay-Z didn't um do time or anything like that, but they have a similar story mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel like Jay-Z looks to him as like his little brother yeah, or things and things like that's that. Beautiful. So I yeah. to see that relationship grow. Yeah. And I was watching their interview mm-hmm. and Meek was like this a, this um, every day for you, but for me, I feel like I'm living in a dream because mm. you was the greatest to me. Mm. So to see that, I was like, oh, oh that's yes. special. Like,
1: yeah, I love that. And um, just to, I watched the interview with um, Gail. Mm-hmm, well, yeah. I didn't watch the interview with Gail, but I just saw like some little snippets. Mm-hmm. And now Meek has overturned his case, and so now yep. he'll get a new judge and finally maybe get off probation. probation. I'm sure yep. he'll get off probation. That's ridiculous. That he's been on probation for that for, long. For that Since long. He was like, what, I think 18, he's.
0: 19? Yep, I think he's actually off probation okay. now. So the new trial, they granted him a new trial, and he gets to have a new judge, that because be that insane. judge. It's crazy that it went on for that long because that judge had like a personal mm-hmm. grudge mm-hmm. to him, and it's just like they've been fighting. His whole team has been fighting for that for a very, mm-hmm. a very long time, and to see, you get locked up, just for
1: pop the willy as he mm-hmm. say like mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah and i hopefully with this new judge his whole record could get expunged mm-hmm. i mean i'm not sure what all his crimes were that's on his record but at least the one for pop in the willy because it's like come yeah. on bro
0: and then he even went back um to say how he ended up going to jail and getting on probation originally um they end, I think they ended up finding out, like, the cop that, like, arrested them and everything was, like, a dirty cop. Mm. So, if you think about that, that should have already been thrown out. Mm. And he should have already been off probation okay. when they found that out. Right. And it just so, shows you how the system continues to fail us. Right.
1: Like, yeah. no
0: one should ever be on probation when they already um, figured out that the cop was a dirty cop mm-hmm. and was let go. And yeah. everything that happened with that should have just been... Right withdrawn or exactly. expunged off your record um right. and then for popping a willy i mean why should you do time for that right. when you shouldn't have been on probation mm-hmm. anyway so yeah and then i think that um since he's learned getting is getting like so informed about like the criminal justice system and he's with like jay-z and van jones and the whole reform team mm-hmm. you can just see that growth yeah, of how like sure. they want to change yeah. um the system mm-hmm. and
1: help a lot of people out and i, I i'm so excited for this documentary that oh, yeah. and jay-z is producing but he's going to actually mm-hmm. be like the center of it i can't i can't wait yeah um it's boss moves it's boss moves and like jay-z shout out to the
0: whole um rock nation team yeah jay-z has been like playing no games yep. and he no games you, like
1: in his verses look they gonna have to kill me because i'm not stopping yep. and he like <laughs> i got to kill me grandma
0: i'm not they slave man
1: okay he meant that he's going ten toes and it kind of
0: scares me
1: because
0: yeah. he is a billionaire um, and to have a black man in a powerful position that he is in, mm-hmm. is almost like scary because mm-hmm. you just never know like what they will try to or how many people was coming at your head. Mm-hmm. So for sure, you just like just never know. But um Boss Moves for real, like he is helping out the community in so mm-hmm. many ways or the culture in so many ways yeah. that.
1: Um, doing it with and, and a lot of things, things with the dreads people, mm-hmm. the roster dreads go ahead
0: and a lot of things people don't even know that what he has his hands in mm-hmm. like little wayne said he paid off my taxes he got he got me a lawyer he mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. it's so many things that that we don't even know that he's probably done for they other people, people. and
1: sharing title yep.
0: and then another great thing about the whole rock nation um deals now if you if you um like how a lot of people say, or like how Jay Z says, basically don't sign with the label or don't give up your masters. With rock the Rock Nation deal, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'll have to look it up. But I really, I do believe that they do own.
1: They will um, own their masters. Okay, I mean that would make sense. Yeah, I would think because I'm sure know. he he's yeah. not
0: preaching don't you know. Right. And then you know for the people that yeah. sign, so I do believe with Rock Nation artists they are owning their masters or getting a hand in their masters I don't know about publishing or any other back things like that but I do believe they are
1: owning something so yeah I did um I did a whole presentation in, in grad school about Jay Z's 444 album mm-hmm. about how Jay Z is so important to the, to the culture because yeah. he's not somebody that's like pointing their finger like this is what y'all need to do this is what y-. because people like that tend to ostracize the people that are still going through it that are yeah. still in the trenches. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Jay Z is somebody that came from that see yep. projects in New York City, like yep. drug dealer, almost almost got convicted but got away scot free, like. This is somebody that they rapped about misogyny yep. and selling drugs. That now is like to on see a whole that different wave. Mm-hmm. turned into a grown ass man, like infidelity. Almost lost his wife. Now he's like, we went to counseling. Mm-hmm. Counseling is cool. Talk about your emotions. Talk about how your dad wasn't in your life. All of these things is. He funny. said, "Where I'm from, you don't even, you don't talk about stuff like
0: that. You don't therapy like. <laughs> right. and he said, I had I had to basically like dig up like not just what went on with my wife, but like how I grew up, like Mm -hmm. how no one was, you know, no one said any emotions, how we used to sell crack, Mm -hmm. how we used to see our parents do anything, how we didn't have a father Mm -hmm. and how basically we just had to fight for our life to survive growing yeah. up in the projects yeah just
1: under, putting that that, that story on the mm-hmm. a public platform to yeah. know to understand that like these people actually they're doing what they gotta do to yeah survive. they're doing what they gotta do so think twice before you judge or point the finger you know so and even to flip it to Meek Mill also very important to the culture grew up in Philly on probation at 19 years old got locked up as a devil rapper mm-hmm. was addicted to pills yep. Molly got clean was you know was with Nicki Minaj that didn't, didn't work out but mm-hmm. still respecting her yeah got was beefing with Drake yes and then lost lost the beef <laughs> and then a year later decided or not I don't know how many years later but decided to do have him on your album and like shout him out for the diss track that yep that he puts out, out growth yeah it's just amazing it's amazing to see yeah, I love it. Honestly, I love. Yeah,
0: it. I love it too. I just love the way he's moving. When, too. Yeah, when you, yeah, when you start from the bottom, and then your mindset, like you know, you become a grown man to see your mindset change and not still be the same person that you were. That growth and to see it is amazing. On the personal. Mainly, well, on the personal side, too, but then also to see you in this industry become a businessman. Because nowadays, we're, we, we can see hip-hop as not just a, a, a genre mm-hmm. or a music, or you're just a rapper. You can take this, and you can become a business person. I think people like Jay-Z and Diddy um, are the key players in us seeing, like, mm-hmm. how it's becoming a business.
1: Yeah, or, like... How you can't just rap. You can't yeah, expect you can't to just get rap. your name. You mm-hmm. can't expect to become or have longevity financially if you don't have multiple streams of income. Yep. So they're showing you how to do that. And that's so important. So important. So, but Diddy, I mean, he may be. He may be doing alright financially, <laughs> but this man, on a personal level, it's like, I mean, what is going on I don't with you? know
0: what's going on with Diddy, but... I don't believe... Okay, so the Diddy and Lori Harvey Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, meet up or whatever. We saw the picture of them Mm -hmm. walking in New York. Do I believe they're in a relationship or talking? No. Okay. Only because she used to date Justin Combs, Mm -hmm. his son. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe... maybe she just looks at him as like oh that's my ex's dad Mm -hmm. and we were just going you know maybe we was all going somewhere like you never know the circumstances Mm -hmm. I think if it was someone else no one would thought anything of it but because it was Lori Harvey and every time we see her with somebody it's automatically assumed Mm -hmm. that she's dating them Mm -hmm. but I don't think that they're dating. I can't see it like Diddy is 50 she's 22 that
1: she used to date his son like yeah I mean, he would really be breaking, crossing some boundaries. But I just can't imagine why else they were out. They would be out. I mean, why didn't we see um, Justin in the picture if mm-hmm. she was dating him? I mean, if he was there, if he was around. Yeah. Um, to me, I just can't see why else they would be hanging out. Maybe me she's either. going to be a model for Sean John. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Someone calls me Barbie. Right. And, but, and also, Diddy. I mean, Cassie was like... Twenty years younger than him. Mm-hmm. Him and Cassie had a great distance between them and age as well. So yeah, they did. That's another reason why I'm just like, well, possibly because Lori Harvey is like the hot new thing on the scene. Mm-hmm. Cassie is also was also the hot new thing on the scene when they started dating. That's true. So it's kind of like, you do you have a thing for younger women? Yeah. I just wouldn't think you would go that young. But,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't see it, but I think he needs someone. Around his age, someone mature that can give him stability. He has been through a lot, um, mm-hmm. especially recently with, like, the loss of Ken Porter. Mm-hmm. He's raising his girls on his own, well, as a single parent. But I think he needs, like, a stable person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone who's been through life, you know. His age. Yeah, his age. Someone <laughs> can relate to some of the things he's been through and is ready to settle down. Yeah. Him and Lori Harvey, I don't know, maybe... They feel like it's a good time or
1: something mm-hmm. or? maybe I don't think they're dating yet um, I do I wouldn't be surprised if that was like them on an outing getting to know each other mm-hmm. yeah um, so and it would be messed up I mean Diddy's a very much family man so I couldn't see him going against his son yeah. I don't know I, I'm like up in the air Like I, I need to know more information just off of what was presented it's like it could go this way or it could go that way
0: and then it's uh, like, can you even bring Lori Harvey to, like, your family cookout with your kids? It's like, they're not even that far apart in age. Right. Like, you need someone, like, you know, that people can take seriously. Yeah. With, or you can really see yourself settling down with and being with. And Lori Harvey, I feel like she's just here for a good time. <laughs> she's
1: still very young. Yeah, isn't she's she, just like, 21? 22. Oh, 22. 22. Yeah. And they said it was something that came
0: Her out. Her dating like, life is, like everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's getting all of this she's the getting snacks. she had trey, Song. trey songs justin combs um mm-hmm. who else mm-hmm. Me- Me- mill meek her mill shouted her out. out
1: but i don't think she ever really gave him the time to she
0: was actually engaged when i first started following her she was engaged to this guy i don't know how famous he was mm-hmm
1: but then um I guess they broke up or whatever, do you but. think she
0: looks like Kim Porter
1: I think they favor mm. no slightly I think they both had the fuller lips and the long okay hair. yeah they the lips tall. part <laughs> I mean there was some interview I was watching when they were like they look just alike. it's crazy how much really? they look alike I don't think they look that much alike, but there are some similarities um Diddy he could have
0: a tape? Hopefully they were just on like a business venture meeting mm-hmm. and was just like walking and talking. Mm-hmm. And that's it.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Lori
0: Harvey might need to her dad, Steve Harvey, might want to have a sit down talk with her <laughs> and say, I know you're single and you're dating and you should be able to do that, but But then it also kinda goes to like why do we assume every time a pretty girl is in a picture with a guy that she's dating him. Mm. Now we did know about like the Trey songs and Mm -hmm. all of that other stuff but
1: I just can't see no other
0: reason why they would be together. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe hopefully it was about (laughs) business. (laughs) Then the worst thing is they were matching. Oh. He had on like striped shorts. She had on striped pants. They both (laughs) had on a white top. (laughs) Like they were like
1: Wins, yes real. that like a it was planned that was yeah. not a coincidence i remember just hilarious she was doing her just with the mess mm-hmm. segment and she was like this is like taking it's like look at dad taking your daughter to <laughs> <care."> <laughs> <laughs> i was cracking <laughs> up she's hilarious but exactly that's exactly how. that's it was. like i don't even really want to see. compare it to that if I was Steve Harvey, I would not even talk to Lori. I would talk to Diddy, like, bro, what's yeah, up? Yeah, what's up? I'm like, because
0: I know they know each other. I yeah. Mean, you know, the Black Elite, I'm sure they hang around in a similar circle. Yeah. Like, they know each other. Nothing's new for them. Yeah. So hopefully they're not dating and it was a business move. So let's hope.
1: We'll, we'll see. We'll find
0: out sooner than we'll later. We'll see. But yeah, every time Lori Harvey is spotted with someone, like, Twitter goes into an uproar It's like They were like Hot girls up by They said Lori Harvey Is the hot girls Team Team uh, <laughs> Team captain She might be though She might be I didn't that She got them like that She yeah. might be Go girl It is nothing I guess it's nothing it's not If you're single There's nothing the wrong To date people
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean You won't, Probably don't need to You know Be with everybody But
1: Yeah And we don't know If she's with everybody Yeah she might just be going out on a date or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I say do a thing. I don't know much about the girl. I don't have an issue with her. Um, I know Tiana Taylor put her in her video. I thought oh, that was yeah. a good look. The, um... Was, was it the issue? Hold On video is- issues? Either is that the same song?
0: Hold on. Yeah, issues. I think it's called like Issues, uh, Issues slash Hold On. Right. Or hold On Issues. Yeah. yeah, that was
1: a cute video. I thought that was cute. So they she hang out too. Yeah, I saw her in some of her pictures on IG. So I think that's cool. That's a good look. Tiana's cool people. Yeah. I don't know much about Lori Harvey, so it's like, do you Me think either? Besides the fact
0: that like. Yes, she's pretty and like everyone knows her. But like what she does professionally, besides being Steve Harvey's daughter, Mm -hmm. does she have a fashion Nova contract?
1: Mm She might. I wouldn't be surprised, and I do think she modeled, like um, you know, I don't know, not runway modeling, but some Mm -hmm. other lane of modeling. Mm -hmm. I think she did do that as well. But other than that,
0: yeah, I don't know. I
1: don't know much. Yeah, me either.
0: So I was like,
1: all right. Do your thing, girl. Hot do girl, So tomb cock,
0: and keep it up. I ain't mad. She's not had <laughs> these
1: niggas going to
0: <laughs> Have uh, Drake and uh, Chris Brown crying. <laughs> <laughs> or whoever. Or no, or Drake and me crying, or whoever <laughs> wanted her. But. Speaking of, Drake did you see the well yeah you saw the no guidance video
1: loved it i loved it
0: too and you know i love that song and the video was so good i love when like people actually in this day and age take a video seriously Mm -hmm. like how they used to be Mm -hmm. and like how this was given like a movie Mm -hmm. or tv show kind of thing Mm -hmm. like it was cute and to see them like having fun and i'm sure it was just fun on set Mm -hmm. you could just see it like I, I enjoyed it. And, like, the dancing part
1: yeah. was, like, hella funny. <laughs> he ca- well, yeah. Well, Chris Brown killed it. Drake yeah, Chris Brown so killed <laughs> it. But the fact that Drake, I mean, I was surprised that Drake just went like that. Like, yeah. Like, they said it was going to be a dance-off. When they said dance-off, yeah, I was like, like gonna how is Drake going to pull this off? Yeah. I'm like, Drake is not about to start dancing. And sure enough, he did not start mm-hmm. dancing. <laughs> but but I thought that was L. dope. Yeah, it was yeah, cute. Yeah, how he just said, hey, I'm going to take the off. Yeah, but, it was cute. Um... Yeah, I, I could do imagine. more
0: collabs of Drake and Chris Brown. I like it.
1: I think Chris Brown, though, he always takes pride in his videos. I don't, I've never he really seen mm-hmm. him just put a video together. Yeah. So I'm not surprised to see that coming from him, but just to have Drake as an add-on to it. Mm-hmm. After, like I said, everything that they've been through as well. And yeah. Like, good for the culture, that they it came is. back together, they made it, like, Chris Brown was like, light-skinned, they can to stick together yeah. <laughs> I was that's so true, just <laughs> yes, that was it funny, was shit. Cute. yeah, it and, was really cute, and, um,
0: hopefully it could set, you know, a precedent of more videos to come, or mm-hmm. more collabs from them, mm-hmm. or more collabs just from, like, other people, in the culture like you know more like mainstream mm. or you know because like we we do see like a lot of up-and-coming people collab together of mm. course but mm. you know the people who've been out for a long time or you know have that you know mainstream su- success to see them um collab or to see people put aside their you know personal beefs and settle you know mm. get over it mm. and be
1: able to collab on music and have fun with it right or even um uh- I like how they kind of played on the beef, like made it yeah. work for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were, you know, in the beginning, he's like, "That nigga's in here." You already know it's going down, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they how they like noticed each other halfway yeah. through the song. That was dope. So, bro, that, that was good. Yeah, it um, was I good. loved it. I loved the video. Chris Brown killed it as always. Chris These Brown dance moves. can dance like shit,
0: and he always doing a fucking backflip somewhere. <laughs> and he just came in the camera with a, doing a backflip, and I was like. <laughs>
1: Right, and then like the kick, kick, like, woo! This is like you—you've been in a dance class or two. Yeah, but he don't though. He don't. You could just tell it straight from the heart, and he's so talented. He really is. So I wonder how RiRi feels about oh. this. She probably just like, okay, I'm so gonna go
0: They probably be uh, prank, be together, prank over Rihanna. <laughs> That's so childish.
1: Rihanna like, please. Rihanna is
0: probably like, I can't believe I dated either one <laughs> of y'all.
1: you guys. Just right, you just got my billionaire right here. Y'all yes. can go ahead and do with that, Kiki, all mm-hmm.
0: you want to. Because I think be Rihanna later. said she's like not even like really when she did her interview with was Vogue? it Vogue. I think, yeah, I think it was Vogue. And they asked her, was Drake going to be on his album?
1: And I think, like, she kind of, like, alluded to, like, they weren't even, like... On speaking terms. On speaking terms. So they both kind of... Chris Brown and Drake probably like, shit. Shit. Well, neither one of us got the girl. Yeah. <laughs> so why are we still... And Rihanna's probably like, yeah, good for y'all. I got my... <laughs> <laughs> right, my, I moved on My from yeah, I want to bigger and better. Chris Brown had this one move. You remember that part? It was, uh-huh. um... I don't want Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. He killed that. And normally, like, it looked kind of like a feminine move. It's like only Chris yeah, Brown Yeah, Chris could Brown can do it, all. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I could go good. back and just watch his dance part over and over again. Yeah, we got to get – well, Chris dances in all his videos, but – Yeah, he does. I think we
0: got to get to – I think Chris Brown needs some – I don't know, because he's just always – I feel like he just dances just – off just the rip and he just makes the shit up as mm. he goes but I do feel like he needs a song or a video to where like everyone knows like the dance moves to mm. it or something like that you
1: okay. know yeah but does he have does he
0: have one um wall to wall could be one. Oh yeah wall, to wall. Could be one. Mm-hmm. wall yeah mm-hmm. yeah wall to wall that was hit. Th- wall to wall reminds me of his when he performed it in a few other songs. Was it the VMAs one the year? BMAs. And was it tables that they
1: they would he was dancing on everyone's table? Oh yes, he was on the table and he was even jumping from stage to yes. stage. They had mm-hmm. the mini stage, yep. and the main stage. Yes. Oh my God, that's one of my favorite so, performances. And I think from him. that's the year him and Rihanna were together, mm-hmm. and they got into
0: it after it. That's what started the whole thing. Was
1: it? I thought that was the Grammys. That was the Grammys. That, that made, was the Grammys. Yeah. Oh, where okay. he, yeah when they had that scandal but this this was when they first were like on the public scene uh-huh, as a together couple. yeah exactly cuz like i think Umbrella was the opening act, yep. and then Chris and Brown, then Chris Brown came. Thing. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That performance was so Girl. good. Why do I do remember it so oh, clearly. Yes, and remember he um, was like acting like a dummy. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh man! Like that was a classic. That was yes, that's a classic. That's when everybody was like, "No, this boy is not playing. Mm-hmm. Like we better watch that out was
0: for a him." Classic. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> we need
0: that. Well, I mean, he's never. I don't think he's never changed but I want him to come on award shows and give us that same thing mm. because he can still sing us just as good he can still dance just as good um he's just a natural born entertainer mm-hmm. and we see it I mean we we see it in the music but we don't see it as much now like you know on award shows mm-hmm. or things like that
1: and I do want to see I wonder if he doesn't uh, perform at award shows anymore because he's been there and because he doesn't get the proper recognition he yeah it's not like he's going to get nominated he really gets nominated yeah, he for anything really get nominated. i remember a couple years after the rihanna scandal he was he kept winning the fan favorite award at bt mm-hmm. the bt yeah. awards, but that was it like i don't think he's won he won that like happened. five years in a row yeah and so that and i think that to, was the only thing he was winning yeah That also speaks to how much people love him, but it was like, damn, that's it. He's not getting any awards Mm -hmm. for his craft. Because the music after that was still, you know, it was still hitting. Mm -hmm. I would say
0: only time people started sleeping on some of, like, the music was maybe, like, when he put out um, any album that came out, when he put out that royalty album. Mm -hmm. And then the albums after that. Mm -hmm. Like, the past. And that would have been the past three. Because it was royalty. And then he had... What was the one? Mm-hmm. Um, Heartbreak on a Full Moon.
1: Oh, okay. And yeah. then he has this Indigo. one,
0: Indigo.
1: Mm-hmm. But it was one before. It was one that came out that had... Um, it was like an apology to Rihanna. I can't think... But it was right after the Rihanna scandal. It was that mm-hmm. following album. Rihanna was on her Good Girl Gone Bad mm-hmm. type rated R. Yeah. And then he had an album after that. I cannot think of it. And I didn't really care for that album. Oh! Um. The song about... But I didn't really like that album. Mm-hmm. I don't think that one got proper um, recognition from the public mm-hmm. either. But every album after that, it was like, yeah. he was back like he never left. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Chris Brown will ever really get back in the in the media's hearts. Um, or like the people that mm-hmm. nominate choose the yeah. nominees for the awards. I don't think so either. But, I mean, you can't deny his talent at the end of the day. Awards or not. You know what I kind of want to see from him musically?
0: I think what's messing him up is... The 20, 30 song albums. Mm. It's way too much. <laughs> give us 12. And let us love all 12. Okay. And it can correlate. When you give people too much, we can't decide. And half of it, 15
1: of the songs, just get lost. Mm. Okay. Well, first, let me say. The album that what didn't do so high, it was after the Rihanna scandal, was Graffiti. Okay. And that yeah, song yeah. was like, please don't judge. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was like, eh. But... I will say, Chris Brown is one of the few artists that can actually put out that many songs because they really don't be trash. Like it's overwhelming for the listener. Yeah, but
0: yeah, the songs, songs aren't trash, but it's just so much. It's so it's a lot. That is just like I can't sit here and listen to a thirty-song album and totally dissect it because I have like thirty songs. It's just giving me random. Mm-hmm. Like I want a album that is like. You can tell what the whole album from, like, 1 to 12 or 1 to mm-hmm. 15 was about. You can tell the theme yeah. or the storyline or the message that you're portraying. Instead of just giving me 30 songs, half a radio song, some slow songs, mm-hmm. and some trap beat songs yeah. in the middle.
1: I feel that. I feel that. And, and that's a fair point. What I can say, I think Chris Brown fell into that kind of, like, pure artist- Mode when he sat when he found that he was blackballed, mm-hmm. he just was like, well, you know what, fucking, it. it's just going to be purely about my music. I'm going to do what feels good to me, yeah, and just give it to the fans. Like I think that was the same thing, little. That's the same boat, little Wayne is in as well. Mm-hmm. They're not so strategic or like business minded. Mm-hmm. They're just like it's about the artist yeah, at this point. So that's I think you you sense that in his album mm-hmm. or because this last album Indigo he has. Little John, Juicy J, he always puts Little Wayne on the track. Yeah. Regardless of how these people are doing publicly, you know, Little Wayne has fell off the radar for quite some time now. But it's just to me, it's just like if it sounds good, if it sounds good to my to the ear, do it. Like let's just do it. Yeah. You know. So I think that's that's where he's at right now. But I completely get it. A more cohesive album would probably do him good. Yeah, I think a more cohesive album, and then.
0: Even though he has a large fan base who's going to listen to his music regardless, he needs, I thought he needs like a better album rollout or something to get people really paying attention instead of saying, oh, Chris Brown just put out a 30 um, song album and mm-hmm. then it just, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: passes by. Because mm-hmm. I think that kind of happened to Heartbreak on a Full Moon. But that album to me was really, really good. It was good. It was really, really good. Um, But I feel like a lot of people kind of slept on it. Yeah. Or just was like, okay, we'll take these few songs and then we don't care about the rest. Mm -hmm. So when I found out he was doing and that maybe had like 25 songs on it or something like that. Mm -hmm. So when I found out he was doing this album with like just as many songs, it was like, dang, I feel like the same thing that happened to um, Heartbreak on a Full
1: Moon is going to happen to Indigo. Mm -hmm. Indigo actually has less songs. Heartbreak on a Full Moon had like 40 really yeah indigo has about 27 so he did do a little better look i got the album up now so i can look but i yeah um i think chris brown he does a lot of lip syncing too which i think he he relies more on his dancing Dancing, talent when he performs and i think it might benefit him to work on singing and dancing at the same time because it's not impossible. Or more, like, maybe he
0: should do like, more just like choreographed dancing mm-hmm. instead of just him just getting up there and just mm-hmm. dancing. Yeah. If you do more choreo- choreography or just plan everything out, you can plan like your notes better or you can plan instead of just well i'm gonna just dance because i can dance and then try to hit the notes at the same time or the auto tone will Mm backtrack whatever i don't get out Mm -hmm. if you can plan that in his stage performances then i think that would be that could be better yeah
1: i think so too because it doesn't
0: seem rehearsed. nothing seems
1: rehearsed right yeah exactly and so indigo has 32 tracks on it so a little less than heartbreak on the full moon but he's still just like giving it to us yeah (laughs) he is but you see what I mean, like the the Lil Wayne era when he was just giving away free music, mm-hmm. like the mixtapes, dedication yep. one through five, and so it's kind of like they just like you know what, I'm an artist, yeah, just give want me a beat, it here. Mm-hmm. yeah, or well, just give me a beat, I'm gonna do what I feel, I'm gonna put who I want on it, y'all enjoy it or you're not, yeah. And then you think about it, it's not many artists who can do that, yeah, yeah, that's true. So you
0: do have to be talented to put out a 30 song, 40 song or just to give an album every year or album and a mixtape in Mm -hmm. the same year Mm -hmm.
1: like you have to be talented yeah a thousand percent and that's why like you can't say what you want to say about his personal life his personal choices but the man is talented like no other very singing dancing acting
0: and you know what was it on netflix
1: or was it on something oh, else? Under that under documentary. documentary? I enjoyed the doc. I, yeah, I
0: enjoyed the documentary. Mm-hmm. And it made me see him from, like, a totally different side. Mm-hmm. Because it was just, like, it's time for people to get over, like, what happened 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or was that even 10 plus? About... say 2004.
1: About, um... It's In time memory. for people to get
0: over about him and the Rihanna thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they both moved on... Yes, they were young. Yes, he shouldn't have did it. But it's time for people to, you know, forgive. And if she could move on and then they eventually got back together Mm -hmm. and her career can, you know, plateau, then, you know, he should be able to do the same thing. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. And, And so, yeah, he was wrong. He was wrong at the end of the day. Um, But I definitely think the documentary gave more context to where he was coming Mm -hmm. from. And he deserved to have his truth put out there. Because when it first happened, we were only hearing Rihanna's side. And it was like, Chris Brown was just bad, 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 bad. Like, we don't even care about what you have to say. So I do think, I mean, it's good that he got his truth out there. Regardless of him being wrong. Then I think that
0: probably led to, like, other things of him being, like, labeled like the bad guy. Because he was going to court or had, like, other things that happened to him, Mm -hmm. you know um that he could have I think he could have like went to jail for or something I can't like think of everything that happened but I think that kind of led into you know him really getting a bad rep Mm -hmm. definitely so yeah but I don't know why he's not more like as recognized in like the media
1: but his fan base has stayed like they're Mm -hmm. very very loyal yeah now, like I said, I'm, I'm one of those fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, say what you want, I still love Chris Brown. Now, because I believe in separating the artistry from the person. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I still mess with him. But I can tell you, the media don't mess with him because of the Rihanna situation. Yeah. And because of him going on Good Morning America, I remember he, like, went back to his, yep. his studio and threw a rock at the window. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. And so, that's why they don't mess with him. And he doesn't cater to the
0: yeah, he doesn't, doesn't it's not like He, he didn't did. change their image for his image for them. Right. He didn't portray to be something that he wasn't. Right. He was just like, This is me, yes I'm trying to do better, but I'm not gonna, you know, change.
1: Right. So I'm not mad at him. He was young. He was young, he made yeah. a mistake and he learned from it. It's the most important thing.
0: Yeah, and that was a long time ago, so I think that they should. I think that the public should get over it and just enjoy the music.
1: Yes, ma'am. It'd be this is not an R. Kelly situation because it's not yeah. like he constantly has this reputation mm-hmm. for beating every woman that he's yeah. been with. Um. So. And like he's the father now, you can see like that has changed
0: him. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to do better. He's trying to do better. So just,
1: love the man. He was sixteen. I think when the Rihanna thing happened, he was 18.
0: Yeah. And now he's about 30. So like that's like think like couple it with like being young, having money. Mm-hmm. You know, you think you're on top of the mm-hmm. world. Then all of a sudden, your world crashes and right. just anger just stimulates from that. Mm-hmm. You know, so
1: and everyone even, looking at you like
0: you're a monster.
1: Yeah. And even on the documentary when he was just like me and Rihanna, it was it was a combination of all those things on both sides. Mm-hmm. Both of them have power, yep. money, fame. And so them together was like a tornado. Mm-hmm. And that's why they fell in love. But at the same time, it was why they were not good for each other at that time. Yep. So it was like a combustion. But, hey, it's in the past. Yeah, shit happens. Shit happens. Um, so, Chris Brown. I like indigo, by the way i've like only them. i've heard the
0: song with little is it little john and lil wayne on the same song
1: no i don't think so let me see um i thought Lil wayne had a song of his own but let me say i do like come together featuring her
0: yes i like
1: that one um Lil wayne is on the song with joyner lucas that's oh, called okay. need a stack i think i like and, that one um what's the song of little john Chris Brown and Trey Songz, um, "Sexy." That song was called oh, I didn't "Sexy." Even that one. I think I like that one. Um, Little John is on a song by itself. It's called "Temporary Lover." Well, Chris Brown featuring Little mm-hmm. John. And then there's Chris Brown Juvenile, Juicy J. Oh, okay, that one. Okay, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I like that one. I was surprised to see Juvenile on this. Me too. One. Very surprised. I'm like, how did that how happen? did that yeah how did that happen? Yeah, how did they? He has that. a
0: song with um city girls juvenile right now yeah <laughs> very <laughs> hella random but yeah it's
1: on with city girls and it's
0: someone else on it
1: i'm not mad at it didn't did juvenile just drop an album lately recently mm-hmm. okay well I'll, I'll get to that in a second but what else um of course wobble love i liked chris brown and tiger mm-hmm. you gotta throw, yeah, chris gotta tiger throw collab yeah. on there. they're good together though like They are. It's always a good song. It's always a decent song. It may not always be your favorite song, but it'll always be, like, something you can knock Bobby head Mm -hmm. to. Because remember, they had that joint album. What was that album called?
0: Ah, Fan of a Fan. Yep. I don't think it did too well, though. Really? I don't know that. I liked it. But I think it had, like, some, it had some hits on it, but I think they just said, like, sales-wise. Mm-hmm. It didn't do Probably because huh? I don't know why people take Tyga, Well, I kind of do know why, <laughs> but a lot of people take Tyga as a joke. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: I feel you. I think Tyga. A part of the reason was the fact that he always got his stuff repossessed. I think yeah. people just think that he's a phony because he he kind of gives that. He, he kind of gives, gives that. that because he will never admit that he grew up in a um, in the suburbs. See, I think he still says that he grew up in like the, the, one of the hoods in L.A. But really. But I've heard many people say, like, Tiger grew up in the suburbs. That was his house in the um, Lime and the Coconut video, mm-hmm. his first single. <laughs> like, that was his house. That was his house. <laughs> he dated Kylie Jenner, which yeah. was underage and lied about it. Um okay. all of these things kind of like X. X, X, yeah. X yeah. And you always give your stuff repossessed, but you don't admit to it. But why does it keep, like, why do we keep you? Yeah. It? <laughs> and, like, they, they, they have videos of it.
0: Right. And he'll still be like, nah, man. Right. I don't know what y'all talking about.
1: <laughs> I always find a way to get a bag. Like, that's
0: what say. <laughs> Oh, okay, do you? Tiger.
1: Well, okay. you need to pay
0: your bills <laughs> because you're not doing it. Right. You forget it or something because it's not <laughs> coming together for you at yeah. all.
1: Yeah. So, that might have a little something to do with why you're not taken seriously. But I will say, after the... He's always found a way to remain relevant. Yeah, he'll always have a a radio hit. Yeah, exactly. Kylie, I followed Jordan Woods on Instagram. I was surprised about that because you would think... I thought their friendship was strong enough to the point where they wouldn't allow, you know, that petty stuff to get in between it. But they're young. They act off an impulse. And so it could have just been a moment where Kylie felt like being petty or a temporary thing. So where they'll, they'll reunite again? Yeah,
0: I think they're. I think they will reunite. They have enough time. How old are they? Like both twenty one. Mm-hmm. They have enough time to once this all settles down by the end of the year. Like nobody will still be talking about that. Tristan Thompson has moved on <laughs> clearly.
1: <laughs> so oh. I think they should be good. Yeah, it could have something to do with the fact that. Jordan was seen with James Harden.
0: Yeah,
1: and Chloe used to date, date him, James so. Harden. Yeah. And they probably feel like, they, once again, they're stealing our men. <laughs> <laughs> they're stealing <laughs> our men. Yeah, and James Harden is known for being a thot anyway, so he probably could have. He probably was shooting a shot at Jordan. Doesn't mean I'm he sure he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm shoot sure he everybody. was.
0: And if I was Jordan Woods, would I even think like, oh yeah, she used to date. He used to date Chloe because after a while you lose track of mm-hmm. who used to date who or who Chloe yeah. used to date or even who yeah. these NBA
1: players like mm-hmm. used to date so yeah I don't even think that relationship lasted yeah but a minute but a hot second so. I didn't remember it until someone like
0: just brought it up on social right. media and it's just like oh yeah they did date but yeah
1: mm-hmm. you
0: can't help who you're around they could have just been in the club so yeah
1: and I remember um, Trina when she made this new single and she like dissed all her exes in the first verse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. James Houston. Harden was one of the names. And I remember her and Chloe. They shared a couple of men. Yeah. James Harden French. in French. Yeah. And French, so, yeah. That made it more relevant
0: for me that Chloe and used to do That's even more of the reason why they shouldn't even mind because y'all have shared so many men or have done so many of your so called right. friends dirty. Like let someone else get a pass. Mm-hmm. Like Especially someone who's young and, you
1: know, yeah. just now figuring, figuring out everything. Yeah, if it's even about that, because yeah. we really don't even know. But if that's it, come on now. Let's let's move on. Let's be big girls. But speaking of Jordan, Jordan is really, I'm proud of her. She had her appearance on um, Grown-ish. She did pretty well she, uh, for it to be her first acting gig. Um, so she seems like she's still getting to the bag. I'm happy that she didn't let it stop. Let that whole Tristan Thompson scandal defeat her. Um, I think her family is playing a large part in her motivation to continue going. Yeah. Her relationship to her little sister, they seem close. And they're twins. Okay. They look a lot alike. Just alike. Just alike. Just so alike. They're probably close. Um, and so, however you continue, whatever your motivation is to keep grinding, keep grinding, keep doing because it, because it's only starting. It's just starting for you.
0: Yeah. Use this as a plat. Use the platform that you have with this scandal to, you know, elevate mm-hmm. your career. Just yeah. like how they did it. Right. Um, do one of their moves on them, and you know, you never know. She could be, you know, a top actress if she does keep acting. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, modeling contracts, um, reality TV. Use your connects. You yeah. have that will and J to connect. Mm-hmm. Talk to the people over at Facebook Watch, and maybe you can get a uh, show on there. You just mm-hmm. never
1: know. Yeah. And speaking of CV, Tamara's new um, show on YouTube or what YouTube show, YouTube segment um, called The Houseleys. I think it's so cute. It's good to see like yeah, her I think family it's really cute. dynamic and. Like I said, I've never seen her and Adam interact with each mm-hmm. other outside of, like, the small parts on the reel. So, it was yeah. good to see their dynamics. Because
0: even when they had their reality show, I don't think they were married yeah, they back then. Married. So. Was he even on it? And that he show? wasn't even yeah. on it.
1: He never even made an appearance. So, it's just kind of like, eh, she's dating a white guy. Let's see. He could be I one think of it's those so white And they get so much slack guys. for that. Yeah. But I
0: wish people would just, you know. Mm-hmm. They've been married. They have kids. It works for them. Mm-hmm. She's, um biracial Mm -hmm. and you know yeah she wants to date a white or marry a white man like that's up to her like she's not the first and only person that's ever done it so Mm -hmm. yeah people want to bring up his comments that he said you know years ago about Trayvon Martin or that he used to work for Fox News but Mm -hmm. you never know like he could have had that mindset back then Mm -hmm. or you know he could be he could be changed now that he Mm -hmm. is married to um a black woman and Mm -hmm. he um does have um black children Mm -hmm. I mean their son looks just like him their son can just pass for just you know strictly white but the daughter she has some melanin Yeah. so you know
1: she looks mixed
0: and that's so weird to me but I I mean it can happen but like they see them together they probably wouldn't be like their brother or sister from the same parents but you know and I remember Tamara saying that she was happy that like her daughter like has melanin Mm. you know looks like her okay because she was just saying like she kind of wanted like you know somebody to look like her like you know her son just looked like her his dad and just like straight up you know white so that's
1: real though yeah and And I think
0: most and she said it on the real and I think most people wouldn't admit to something like that but she did and it was just like it's real
1: and that's another thing her and Adam really seem like best friends like they don't hold back when it comes to each other they know each other they know each other's flaws and they share it with each other and I think that's dope that's like great a great foundation Mm -hmm. for a relationship
0: yeah and she mentions him on the reel every chance <laughs> she gets. And, and they, they
1: always be like, and yeah, they'll start
0: with Lonnie. Like, she'll roll her eyes and be like, oh <laughs> my God. Or when like they're talking about their sex life and Tamara say or something, and Lonnie is like, looks like she's so <laughs> disgusted. <laughs>
1: Lonnie has a crush on Adam. Low key, low
0: key, she does. She be in his Instagram comments and everything. That's why she went and got her a white man. <laughs> right?
1: Like, let me get me a, a, a Adam Jr. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's cute. I'm going to keep watching.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's cute because her. She has her own. Um, Jeannie Mai has her own YouTube. Mm-hmm. Adrian has her own
1: YouTube. Mm-hmm. Tia has her own. Um, mm-hmm. Tia Quick, quick fix. fix. Yeah. Mm-hmm yeah and tamara has been looking so good lately like she's aging well her skin looks good amazing her hair looks good and she's like 40 she's but she doesn't not she doesn't look like, look like it. it at all and i just think back to sister sister when she was like looked at as the less attractive twin a little goofy a little less like mature but now look at her it's like yes girl those giving looks, looks. every looks. episode the, of the natural hairstyles, the conservative, classy mm-hmm. dress. So I like it. I definitely like it. And her
0: and all the women of the room yes. giving looks like yes. their style team is
1: amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like when Lonnie used to wear <laughs> the different colors in her wigs. Yeah, I, just, I knew Lonnie you were about to say that. No too much left. She would have like the blue. She would wear the purple a lot. She would wear the purple a lot. Sometimes it would be like the bang with the bob. It was like, okay. Yeah. Let's let's reel it back in a little. (laughs) And not it's not even really about I don't think it was that flattering toward her. Yeah, I don't think it's not. It's not really about it being too urban or you being on a mainstream platform Mm and you know rocking these looks that's not fitting you didn't look prim and proper enough it was just more like it's not the real it's not about it's not like that right it was just like it's just really it's not flattering for you yeah i didn't i didn't like the i think
0: she hasn't worn like a color in a minute or if she did, it'll be, like, a subtle so, color. I didn't like, like, the purple and the blue right. or anything like that. Yes. But even, like, they style her well for her to be, like, plus size and mm-hmm. everything like that. They style mm-hmm. her really well. Yeah. So they know what they're doing over there at The Real, mm-hmm. which is why um they're still on. When The Real first premiered, I was like, oh, I hope <laughs> um they'll get picked up for more seasons. Like, I hope this will stick. And mm-hmm. it has. I think they've been on since 2013. 2014 I want to say 20
1: I want to say they had like
0: their first look like their summer like trial run Mm -hmm. in 20 like summer
1: 2013
0: okay and so yeah they've been on since then I think since then they've been renewed for 2022
1: okay wow so
0: the real is here to stay
1: that's dope and I love it I'll keep watching um and they're so relatable and each of them is very authentic to who they are and they present that on the show. So, that's definitely admirable. And, and they don't hip, hold back at all. Yeah. They're hip. They're, like, they talk about contemporary issues. And they give their individual perspectives. And you can tell that they're really friends, too. Yeah.
0: They're, I, you can really tell that they're really friends. Like, they hang out um, when they're not filming. And you can tell, like, it's just genuine. Like, mm-hmm. no one has any, like it is you can definitely see it's no drama. No one ever looks jealous mm-hmm. of anyone mm-hmm. or looks at someone a certain way when they make a comment. You right. can just tell that they're genuinely friends. And you don't get that a lot of times. Yeah. Especially like when people are when it's also involving business mm-hmm. or how it um their friendship did generate from business. Yeah. But you can see that they're all genuine friends. Like, they hang out and do, like, family things Mm -hmm. with each other. And I love that. Because I think they're all easy. I think the thing about them is they all... All four of them seem like they're easy to get along with. Mm. Or just seem like genuine people. Mm. Like, they don't have that one bad apple. Yeah. Which which was Tamar. (laughs) That's why they had to get rid of her ass. I know we talked about that in episode one. Yes. But, yeah.
1: So... Yeah, um... Since then, they've been on the on the rise ever since. Right, and it's not that I do think I've noticed some shady moments on there. Yeah, they well, definitely had some shady moments, yeah, sometimes.
0: sometimes. But which is natural, natural. yeah, right. which is natural. So I don't
1: hold that against them. And that's what family does, and then you move on. Mm-hmm. And there you go. So, shout out to The Real. Yeah, shout out to The Real, and for keeping it real. And they always remind us
0: that they're keeping it real.
1: Yeah, they make me feel so empowered, about being a woman and like having my own opinion about things because Mm -hmm. each of them are their own woman and 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 they they bring different perspectives like Tamara has
0: um, she's a mom, she's a wife, and she just talks about like juggling, mm-hmm. like all of that at the same mm-hmm. time. And then you have Adrian, who um, is known as just like kind of like, well, especially when the show first started, she had just entered, like she had just turned 30, so mm-hmm. they were treating her like the younger one who is mm-hmm. now coming into her own. Mm-hmm. And then you you get to see their journeys, like mm-hmm. how Adrian started off um, in, a, in in a, yeah, in a relationship and engaged, and then see how you know she. Was real and honest and open about how she didn't feel like that was right for her, mm-hmm. so she called that all. Yeah. But then now you see her, you know, happily, and you kind of see like I'm I'm happy that didn't work out for you because you can see now like she is like head over heels for the um her husband mm-hmm. now, and to see that love is just like well now we see what you meant mm-hmm. when that didn't it didn't work out for you yeah. when you were dating um Lenny, mm-hmm. and then um Lonnie. She, uh, who um, brings that perspective of being um, the older, like the oldest one out the group, but funny and has also been through a lot of things in yeah, life? she's a mm-hmm. She's been married before. And she then was he's single. trying to get back into like the dating world. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have any children, so she does can bring that carefree vibe. Mm-hmm. The carefree of them all is Jeannie Mai. <laughs> <laughs> I is such a free love spirit. You. Yes. She's a free spirit. She's fun, energetic, and she seems like just a all around just like fun
1: person yeah, to she be around does. and she's been through a divorce yeah. she was married when the first show first started now she's divorced and she, it was an ugly divorce ugly.
0: and to see her address that and be real real and honest because mm-hmm. you could tell that she probably didn't want to like sometimes you could tell in the real like when they're talking about something and they're like all right, no, but then I just like you know it's the real. I'm gonna just yeah. bring it up and mm. just say it. Mm. And then some of them are even like shocked by the stuff that their other co hosts yeah. were saying. Be oh, so real and honest side. about it. Yes.
1: Oh, uh, they're all Tamara. It's always crying. <laughs> but Judy's like her mom. Yeah. Judy's like a less conservative a conser- more conservative version of her mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprisingly, Sur- yeah. That's her who she gets from. Her crazy. mom is, and you know what? Like,
0: when when you see her and her mom's um, relationship. She um had an episode on her YouTube channel where she said her and her mom didn't talk for, like, eight years. I saw it. That, that was su- so moving. That surprised me. Yeah. And to but, see yeah. their relationship now.
1: And to speak... Yeah, and even that, like, she's a forgiving person. She mm-hmm. really put it behind her because that's a hard thing that's to get over. That's a hard thing, yeah, it is. But that speaks to her heart, you know, and how she's a good person. So, I love Jeannie Mai, too. Sometimes she can be a little too much for my taste, but I definitely think she brings... Something different, to yeah. so I respect that. And they were—I was watching their segment on—they did *Celebrity Family Feud*, and her mom was all. Oh, pitching. I yeah, I missed it. Oh my god, she talked about. Jeannie was like, she's always wanted to meet you to Steve Harvey. She's mm-hmm. like, she's always wanted to meet you. She said, when she meets you, she's gonna kiss you. So, <laughs> Jeannie My's mom was like blowing kisses at Steve Harvey, and he was like. You better watch out now. You know how he is. Yeah. And she was talking about, she said something about penis on public television. Oh, my God. And Jeannie was like, Mom, you can't do that. You can't do that. And she was like, who cares? Who cares? And now Jeannie always imitates her mom. Yes, she can imitate her so good. Perfectly. It's always hilarious. It never gets It's so (laughs)
0: funny. So, Mama yeah. Mindy, her own show. <laughs> that would be funny. Mama need
1: her own YouTube show. Yeah, she that does. That would be funny because she's really funny. And you usually don't see... I think they really break those stereotypes about the Asian culture. Because mm-hmm, yeah. we we recognize them as being stuck up and very uptight yeah. about their business. About And I do think that they... Um, Jeannie is, because clearly that's why she's so successful. She knows how to focus yeah. and really hone in. But she also brings that free spirit fun loving side Mm -hmm. so it's good for her culture she's putting her culture
0: on yeah she is yeah and I think they kind of broke that like stereotype because I think that is kind of how she grew up like when you Mm -hmm. hear her talk about how Mm -hmm. their relationship but I Mm -hmm. think in order for their relationship to move on like they had to just break those like social norms of you like how their culture pretty pretty much was in Mm -hmm. order to you know be able to create a stable like mother daughter Mm -hmm. relationship yeah yeah so but yeah that video if you haven't seen it on youtube like that was like yeah so i was like i couldn't even believe like because if you look at them you would never
1: think that something like that happened to them no and the fact that she was just like, boy, well, I'm putting it out here to help other people that have been through the same thing, mm-hmm. it really was touching. It was so touching. I sent it to my mom, like, you have to watch this. Because, like, even in the video, they were telling each other stuff that they
0: that they never, like, knew. Like, Jeannie mm-hmm. was like, I never knew that you went, like, mm-hmm. to his house. And, mm-hmm. you, like, she was like, well, maybe if you would have told me that, like, you know, mm-hmm. things would have changed or you know, yeah. been different.
1: And mom was still cracking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it was still lighthearted at the same yeah. time, you know? So, Because Jeannie was cracking jokes as well. I thought it was cool, though. Because, I mean, it made it not so serious, not mm-hmm. so sad.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah, definitely go watch that if you have not. Shout out to Jeannie Mai. And all the ladies of the real. And all the ladies it. of the real. I just I thought we shot them out earlier, but... Anyway, we can shout them out again. <laughs> shout out to all the ladies of The Real. Keep doing so, your thing. So, last but not least, I think this has been,
0: like, the main topic of discussion. mm mm-hmm. um, On The Real, too. In this week, I would say. Has it been? Yeah, I guess it was, like, this week's news. Yeah, or I would say Or so. weekend or whatever would be um, Nicole Murphy spotted with Leela Rashawn's husband, mm. Antoine Farquhar, if that's how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. They were on vacation and the paparazzi spotted them kissing and you know, all basically booed up on vacation while he's still married to Leela. And it's just like wow. (laughs) And it's supposed to be their family friend. Wow. That's so that makes it even more like crazy. Yeah. Like you're married on vacation with this person.
1: Fuck nigga and homewrecker of the year. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody that's... <laughs> hey. Yes. <laughs> they
0: they get, get an award. of
1: the year. I'm sure you've been in their house, yes. baby. Ate their food. Mm-hmm. ate off their Smiled table. Smiled in their face. You're
0: a family friend, and I'm they sure... Held their kids. hmm Ooh. Y'all run in the same circles. Mm. You're a family friend. You know their relationship. Probably what they've been through, ups and downs. So... I'm sure y'all kids know each
1: other. You're trusted. How do you all end up on vacation with each other? Right. I mean, it's, clear. it's like dirty hands all over the situation. You cannot escape that. Mm-hmm. Even with the Carmelo and um, whoever he was on that yacht yeah. with, they weren't touching. They weren't kissing. So if he wanted to create an escape route, he had one. Mm-hmm. You can't escape that. You can't escape. <laughs> caught Red. You Canada. can't escape this. You can't <laughs> escape it. Hell no. So, I mean what it's is- terrible
0: and I think the worst thing is I think like Leela Rashawn and her husband, we don't know too much about them. Right. Like, they're very low key. She yeah. was in waiting to excel. She did some other movies in the nineties. But pretty much other than that, we don't hear anything mm-hmm. from them. Their name is not in the blogs or anything like that. Um so I think that's why I feel bad. I feel bad for her that she had to see it like that and mm-hmm. And how um, it was, like, posted all over social media. They were tagging her in it, in her comments. She ended up, um, I think, deleting her Instagram. Because I guess people were just sending it to Mm -hmm. her and, you know, and all this stuff stuff like that. So to be, like, such a low-key or private person and then to be, like, all of a sudden just randomly Mm -hmm. one day you wake up. And now you're, like, publicly humiliated by, like, your husband. Mm -hmm. And it's by this person who you all know. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's cruddy. And then on Nicole Murphy's part is, like, I think Nicole Murphy is, like, 50. <laughs> you have, like, five kids. You've been married. You've been divorced. You. She was on
1: um, Husbands of Hollywood. I mean, not Hollywood Exes. Hollywood Exes. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: like, you've probably been in Leila Rashawn's shoes, I'm right. sure of it. Right. You were dating a high-profile celebrity at that, or um, you were married to them. And I'm sure you've been in in her shoes. and But to see you turn around and do that, mm-hmm. um, it's just disgusting.
1: Yeah, tis, 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 shaking my head. Girl, I don't know how you're going to get yourself out of this one. I don't and know. And I think, like, we look at her as this picture-perfect girl. Yes, yeah, she's been through things. But because she's so pretty, you would just think, no, she's never... She would never stoop to that level. Yeah. Because you look at beautiful women like that and you're like they can have any one.
0: Yeah, and you know who um said that same thing when they were talking about it on Wendy. Mm-hmm. Wendy was like the main person I feel sorry for is Nicole Murphy because you also look at her like you can have any um anyone yeah. you want and you stoop to this level of getting someone else's man like mm-hmm. what makes you feel like you have to get with somebody that you right. have to share like look at you like from the outside looking in people might think you're pretty you have everything you mm-hmm. got money mm-hmm. you was married to this high profile yes. person yes. you know they look at you as like this hollywood like you know you, you know you're in those rooms or you're yeah, running Eddie in Murphy those cir- your
1: like, you're on.
0: running in those circles so it's just like i
1: don't did i just is it Edward her dad? No, her. her ex-husband. Okay. Oof. All right, ex-husband. <laughs> I did not say dad. husband yes, So her
0: ex-husband. So it's just like, how do you end up in a situation like that?
1: That just goes to show. You, looks, is but then not it's like, all. looks is not everything. Let's
0: also give the same lashings to. Her, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him yes, as well. Yes, he's not like he's not off the hook at all. disrespectful you got her on y'all on vacation cuddle up like you're not married yes yes i
1: agree i guess i just feel like women let's carry ourselves to a higher Higher, degree
0: um especially when you know the person on a personal you know his wife on a personal level it's just like how does that even happen like
1: and man of the house what's his name again you're not um, a man Antoine. Antoine Farquad. Farquad? Yeah. You're not being a man. <laughs> <For God laughs> the last <name> that. <laughs> That's like Farquad off of Yeah. <laughs> Lord Farquad. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're giving right That's now. That's what you're giving. <laughs> <laughs> Clown. Clown. Clown of the year. You're not a man.
0: Please. It's so just need like. Man up. Y'all, mind you, they were on vacation. So y'all got to go home. And <laughs> what, do, what happens when you go home? Right. What are you going to say to your kids? What are you going to say to your kids and your wife when you go home? And it's just like it's just messy and so she put out a statement after the pictures were released of course he's silent she put out a statement and said we're family friends it was a friendly just like how you would greet your family
1: friend i don't know any friendly (laughs) friends i greet at the kiss on the list no that's someone who's married no you are better off just staying silent yeah or whoever your pr person is should have came up with a better explanation yeah yeah because that is bullshit." Your family friend you kiss on the
0: lips and they boot up with on vacation. I don't know anyone. <laughs> I don't have a family friend like that. Right, and
1: that was like he was behind. He was comfortable. Yeah. He was behind her. She was doing the little yep. look back kiss. Please, you're
0: not fooling nobody. Not at all. So then I think she came up with another statement, just apologizing of like how how the pictures came off, and it's just like Mm-mm. whether you made a statement or not, it just looked dirty. It just looked ready and it would have been better if the both of well he stayed silent obviously because I'm sure he's home trying to make it up to his wife Mm -hmm. but she should have honestly I don't know what can you say when the picture when you have a picture like that it's like what is is explaining going to do like it's not going to do anything at this point yeah so I don't know and now it's just like anytime can she do an interview? Can she say anything without them asking her about it? And yes. I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I wouldn't even speak on it because you can't, you're gonna fumble over your words right.
1: because you can't justify it. Right. The best thing you can do, I think, lay low for a while, come out and apologize. Mm-hmm. Apologize for the acts, come yeah. clean. Apologize to his family. Exactly. Come no, clean. apologize to yourself too. <laughs> and yourself. And yourself. Yeah, that's why you need you need to do some self-reflecting. Yeah. So stay on stay off the social media for a while figure it out figure out how you're gonna move from this point forward like cause I mean it's not the end all be all we've seen worse Mm -hmm. we've seen worse so it's not like you can't come back from this but let's just be strategic about it more strategic than you talking about is a family friend kiss a family friend that was in the mouth I could
0: see if you just like kiss them on the cheek right but that's about it kissing your family (laughs) friend just y'all two on vacation Please, stop. I don't go on family... I don't go on vacations with just family friends that are married. Yes,
1: yeah, solo. Like it's Solo, just yeah. Or... No. Please. And y'all are celebrities. This picture looked like a clear shot from Paparazzi. Yeah, like, that was yes. a clear shot. <laughs> like, y'all was not
0: being discreet. And you know they only got caught up... I thought he only got caught up because it was Nicole Murphy. No, nope, mm-hmm. Paparazzi wouldn't follow him because right. I don't even know who he yeah, is. True. So, the Paparazzi were there following because of Nicole Murphy. Mm-hmm. So who knows it might not even be his first time like mm-hmm. if you were so comfortable you never know what right. else he could have been comfortable with that's
1: true now if you're Lila Rashad are you taking him back is there a way for him to earn his the family friend part
0: is made what lead me because okay I'm at the standpoint that I don't feel like cheating is the end all be all in relationships because it's not as black and white as okay if you cheat on me deuces I'm out I'm leaving like there's points of forgiveness Mm -hmm. or there's points of you know Mm -hmm. I'm not saying let someone continue to disrespect you Mm -hmm. but it's not just as easy as oh he cheated on you you should just leave as like you know I feel like you can always give that advice but if your person cheated on you you just need to be gone but it's not as especially if someone has a family, right? But that's not his first time but then I think even if it's not his first time but I think what made it worse is the fact that it's with someone that you know you know and is a family friend Uh and then that also shows you that person has no respect for you
1: Yeah. so I mean granted I do think that it's not lost the relationship it doesn't have to be lost and like you saying I agree with now cheating is not so black and white um But to each his own. Some women have a boundary where it's like, yeah, you cross that boundary, so deuces. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, I wouldn't be so quick to pick up and leave because of cheating alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe with counseling, um, they can bounce back from it. But I think the thing that would tear it apart for me is the embarrassment of it happening publicly. Mm -hmm. That might be something that I cannot recover Mm -hmm. from. But cheating alone, it might have been something we could work out, go to counseling or whatever. Um, So... I don't know,
0: Leela Rashad, Nicole Murphy, then, Antoine, y'all got, some <laughs> y'all got some work to do. Y'all got some work to do. If y'all need to do uh, family friend therapy. <laughs> right. But then, like, a lot of people were trying to put up the, well, you got to think about it. She let herself go. Okay, I don't think that you can compare how she looked at 20 to how she looks now. She's maybe around late 40s, early fifty. How... She looks now to how she looked at twenty. Like, we can't help that Nicole Murphy looks like that at fifty. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, just because Nicole Murphy's pretty, do you ruin your twenty-year marriage right. over someone who has good looks? Right. Like at that age, it's not about. Honestly, exactly. I think like late forties, early fifties, it's not about what someone looks like. No. It's not about looks you, anymore. We you know past what I mean? That point. You was past that. So people, you know, the vague people just when yeah. people think it's just based on looks I don't think he cheated on her because she doesn't look like how she looked when she was in waiting to right.
1: excel like oh y'all who said that go back and watch Tyler Perry why did I get married the 80 20 rule just because yep. Nicole Murphy was given 20 Lena was given 80 so you don't leave the 80 for the 20 you don't leave you. Your, your woman that's been holding you down for a temporary moment yeah. of satisfaction no
0: and i feel like that's he probably was looking at it that way like oh i got me this bad thing Mm -hmm. or whatever she you know probably running in like higher circles than lean look you know just
1: people are just you know so so yeah i I just feel like most of the time you just want or ego it's probably an ego thing well yeah for him but i'm talking about other people commenting like well she lost it she's fell off come on you just want something to say yeah honestly did you think logically yeah anyway it's I'm like a, i'm a chill go ahead <laughs> it's like you don't leave your
0: family or do that to your family or someone you've been with for 20 years because someone looks good so the whole looks thing i don't think that plays a factor of like oh he cheated on her because he's not attracted to her um he's not skinny <laughs> Right. He, I'm sure, at 50, he don't look like what he looked at at 20. Yeah. No one realistically does. So,
1: right.
0: Either way, even if it was based on look, that doesn't take away the the fact that it was like hella disrespectful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree.
0: So, on this episode, fuck nigga of the year <laughs>
1: <laughs> goes to
0: fuck nigga of the year. A week goes to Antoine Farquhar. Give it up for him. <laughs> It up well, for there him. You
1: go. Oh, <laughs> there you go. And homewrecker of the year. Homewrecker of the year. Goes to Drumroll, please. Nicole Murphy. Nicole Murphy.
0: <laughs> come get your award. Oh,
1: Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations.
0: <laughs> what other awards would <laughs> be? Soar higher. <hire. laughs> Soar higher. She was actually used to be engaged to um, Michael Strahan on see he on right now well f- former football player and on good morning america mm-hmm, i don't know mm-hmm. what happened to that but
1: yeah he does a great job
0: on good morning america he does i, He's I well. love um well so now okay he started off on there so now they moved him to the afternoon slot so with he, the white with sarah one. yeah okay Sarah. Okay. so now he they do and they seem like they get along like Really well, like they like seem like they love each other. Like when Sarah is, I watched one like snippet and on YouTube, and like Sarah was just, it was Michael's birthday, and like she was just crying because she was just like, I just love him so much. I'm just like, oh my gosh,
1: (laughs) whoa, I respect him so much, or whatever. But amazing, yeah. But I so that brings up another topic for me when men and women are strictly friends, but like. Okay, I guess what I'm asking is, can men and women have such strong feelings for each other without it being a romantic relationship? I think relationship? they can. because that is so. I guess that's just never been very. That
0: kind of person. I think it's very hard. Yeah. Because it'll always be one person that ends up getting the feelings involved and it's just like damn you just low-key fucked it up because mm-hmm. now you have feelings for me mm-hmm. and then it's like we can't be as great as, as friends right. as we were and what makes it even probably even more difficult if like both people are like in their own separate relationships or mm-hmm. whatever and it's like yeah but then you also have to think of how do you be in a relationship with someone and also have a male best friend Mm -hmm. because we see that a lot of times that doesn't really work because that or even not just a male best friend or even if you're a male and and you're in a relationship and you have a female best friend Mm -hmm. there's going to be some jealousy Mm -hmm. with your partner and that person somewhere what makes it easy if y'all both single right but then even if y'all both single then it's just like
1: why not do this why Why not not? yeah you're my best friend why not
0: and yeah. then, mm, it could also play on the fact that, like, why not be in a relationship with someone that you would consider your best friend? Right. Like if you want to be with your best, friend. Right. if you want to be in a relationship with somebody
1: that you can be like, that's my best friend, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, so it gets tricky. Yeah, I definitely think it's tricky, but I do think being in a relationship helps. Because that way, you can have that self-control to say, yeah, I, I maybe some touch those. There, mm-hmm. But I got so much to lose at home. You yeah, know, it's not worth it. But I just find it hard to believe I, that even when men and women are close friends, that you don't have those sexual thoughts mm-hmm. or you don't think, like, well, what if? You know, even if it's for a split second. Yeah. Like, I find it hard to believe that, you, that it's not thought about. Or I think considered. it's definitely thought about. But I think
0: um, I think women can Um, Set their boundaries And make it easier for them To not be like Oh I wouldn't even you know Consider or you know test that But I think it would be I think it's men that like will test it more Mm -hmm. Or just start acting different And it just like throws it all off Like why do you have to do that you know Yeah I can see that I can
1: see that But
0: But then I think that goes on the, The whole thing of like Finding like your soulmate,
1: mm.
0: and I feel like some people are like, "Well, the person I'm with is my soulmate, my best friend." Like,
1: why not? You know. Mm-hmm. So, and because I'm sure there's situations out there where people did start off in another relationship. Mm-hmm. We've seen it, yeah, it's several like, times. Brad and Angelina, yeah. Um.
0: And then, then you have the people. See, and that's kind of why, because then you have the people that are like, "Well, that was just your best friend," mm-hmm. or you told me now at y'all yeah. like y'all are mm-hmm. in a. Mm -hmm. Relationship together. Well, that was
1: my... We remember back in high school. (laughs) That's my brother. That's my brother. Is it? You don't have sex with your brother, honey. (laughs) You don't have sex with your brother. Yeah, so it's a tricky, tricky, tricky... very tricky. tricky. ...mind-filled to navigate. Unless
0: neither y'all are just attracted to each other. But then you don't have anything to
1: do with looks. Like, you can become, like, you know... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I see a a lot more in... in, um, Hollywood mm-hmm. celebrities, where you have to have these relationships with people to, no matter their um, sexuality or their mm-hmm. gender. Like, I've seen, like, somebody had a very close relationship with Pharrell. I want to say it was Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. And they've done a couple songs together, whatever, but just to think that you work so closely with someone of the opposite sex, and you do have a genuine love for them, yeah, but it's just not a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting to me. And, like, to, you know, to the point of, like, it brings you to tears to think about this person. Yeah. you hugging them so closely, but you you don't kiss them. Yeah, because with Michael
0: and Sarah on there, I'm just, like, because she's married and she's like, has a family and everything. He has kids, but I don't know if he's in, like, a relationship or anything like that. But it gives off, like, that, like, brother and sister type of vibe. Mm-hmm. And then it's also, like, y'all come from two totally different things. Mm-hmm. But they must just be, like... To like genuine people to just have that level of like love and respect for like each other, Mm -hmm. you can see.
1: Okay, yeah, but I guess it works for them. I'm sure like they don't.
0: It doesn't look like they would
1: even like cross that. And then there's that point to like, will you know somebody so well to where it's like yeah, I would yeah, not go there.
0: You know all of their business and it's like
1: no. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and the parts about them that nobody else knows. yeah Like their bad habits. Mm -hmm. They might dig up their noses
0: and shit. (laughs) Or (laughs) like you have a male best friend and he tells you like all the shit that he do, Mm -hmm. dog now women, and you're just like, I would never (laughs) I'm telling you about yourself because I would never date you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's that too. But also, um, Kiki Palmer Mm -hmm. is uh taking Sarah's place for like the summer since she's on maternity leave and she does I think she does really well Mm -hmm. on um good afternoon America I heard they're also like trying to like up her role so like she'll still be on there in some type of way when
1: Sarah comes back I think that's a good platform for her I agree. I could see her doing that because she's very the- theatrical, yeah, and mm-hmm. animated. She has a high energy level. So I could see her being a good host. Yeah. And she seems pretty smart, too. And yes, I mean, she is. It's, find another way to get the bag, sis, because mm-hmm. it seems like your acting is taking a back seat right now. So, mm-hmm. hey, do what you got to do, especially if you're good at it. Yeah. Because especially if they
0: love you over there, like, you have so many new viewers or people, Mm -hmm. you know, your name is in, like, those rooms. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, what is that? Like, ABC. Like, I'm sure it's nothing but, like, you know, white people in those exact rooms. And if they love you like that (laughs) to want to keep you on. Or even to think to bring you in as the uh, permanent host for the, or temporary host for the whole summer, Mm -hmm. you know. It's, like, at first I was, like. Why? I wonder why they chose her. But, like, now I can see, like... And her and Michael get along really well. Mm. She, like, makes it, like, not awkward with the guests or anything like that. She's always dancing on there or doing something crazy. So,
1: yeah,
0: she's good on there. So, shout-out to um, Kiki Palmer. I was going to do the same thing. Shout-out to Kiki Palmer. Hopefully, she can get that permanent spot up there. Because that would be a good look for her. And I think she's really funny. Yeah, she is. Her, she does this... um, these little videos on instagram and they're funny as shit i have to show you one because i know you don't have a you know me on Instagram like that <laughs> but i gotta show you them
1: okay
0: it's like theatrical and all of this other bs but anyway I believe that
1: go girl get the bag i love yeah, the get... and the bee yes <laughs> <laughs> spell
0: press the digitation. <laughs> I want to win a national spell of me. And
1: you did. That was
0: the movie. Oh my God, that movie was so good. You spelled that word, girl. (laughs) But I think that basically sums up episode three of Queens of the Culture podcast.
1: I'm your host, Krista Matthews. Yes, and I am Breland Brooks. Until next time.
0: We're rolling with this thing. Like we're on episode three is done. We're
1: rolling. And we'll we be wrapping.
0: <laughs> we <We're laughs> be wrapping. Hopefully you guys <laughs> are here for the yes. whole entire episode. Um it. and we'll be back for episode four. So yeah. Yep. See ya. Peace.